8 Minutes of Learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired, be motivated, be you, and learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www.advancingyourpotential.com with Hira Ali podcast episode number four and today I'm going to be discussing nine powerful questions which will help you in dealing with negative relationships. Now coaching is a powerful tool which enables a person to find self-discover solution to a number of challenges and we've already discussed the process of self-coaching yourself towards productivity and success in our last episode. Based on the same premise we're now going to discuss something which is going to help you in dealing with negative relationships be it involving friends, family or even co-workers. In difficult situations people often find themselves being unable to think clearly and they instead rely on others to seek advice and solicit opinions. Unless you are a qualified coach and unless you consult somebody who is a qualified coach who can help you deal with the problem effectively, most others will unfortunately worsen the situation by passing on their own negativity to you. So what if there is a way to ask yourself questions and self-coach yourself out of a negative situation or relationship? Keeping that in mind, I've compiled a list of questions which are going to help you in looking at negative situations and relationships differently. These questions have been designed to help you identify holes in your thinking. And as soon as you find yourself encountering a negative situation or relationship, ask yourself the following questions. So here they go. Number one, is my negative opinion based on facts or opinions? Most conclusions are derived based on our own opinion or that of others rather than factual evidence. Once we learn to identify unsubstantiated opinions, we become open to other possible consequences and explanations that could be equally true, right? Number two, has the relationship always been like this? Or is this a first time one-off instance? This will help you differentiate the existing situation or behavior from what you would normally expect. Number three, has there ever been a time when this relationship was positive or different from what it is right now? This will help you in acknowledging positive elements of the relationship and mitigate any intense bitter feelings, thereby creating positive vibes for future. Number four, if the answer to the last question is yes, what were the circumstances when a relationship was positive or happy? Remembering and recounting those happy moments will alleviate pain and restore feelings of hope and trust. Number five, if the relationship has been going through a specific phase, could it be that the person involved is reacting in the best way known to them and they are unaware of any better way? In many situations, the reason why we misunderstand a person is owing to failure of communication, either ours or the other person's. It says that in every communication, our purpose is to influence the receiver. It could either be an emotion, advice, instruction, statement or a combination of all of these. Now, this communication will only be meaningful and will serve the purpose if the recipient responds in a way that will that you have intended him to respond in. Now, I once had a helper who habitually misunderstood every instruction I gave her, which annoyed me profusely. And even though I promised myself not to react vehemently, I did end up being thoroughly frustrated. After reading this presupposition, I belatedly realized that my communication failure was with her was more my fault than hers. You see, before asking her to do anything, I had already made up my mind that this instruction would have to be reiterated several times. And before I could expect it to be executed smoothly, the result being an unconducive 
irked or in tone of voice combined with vague details of what had to be done shared rather half-heartedly if i had varied my communication style the very first time until i had elicited the desired response then i probably would have saved both of us more time and energy so sometimes it does happen that communication variations result in in problems misunderstandings and communication variations include adjusting the tone of your voice the volume facial expressions eye contact as well as the words themselves it would be a good idea to ask yourself the following questions are you using any jargons have you given too many instructions in one go did you leave out some important details is your tone too gentle or too firm are you squinting your eyes or furrowing your brows is there eye contact is the eye contact too intimidating do you look interested or bored or tired the best way to know if you're on the same page as the recipient is to gauge his reactions and responses and if they seem satisfactory go on if not then go back to the previous questions and reassess your communication style so basically in any communication initiated by you much of the responsibility to impact it positively lies with you and not the other party and once you believe this premise to be true and start taking responsibility for what you want to exchange trust me you will be an even better communicator than you ever were before also we must understand that everyone has a unique map of the world and each one responds to it differently and this is such a powerful concept and it explains why some people react so differently from you even when you're faced with similar situations do you often feel frustrated with someone for for what he or she does or does not do well that's because simply put he is not you his map is different from yours his perceptions his perspectives and his model of the world and hence his way of acting or reacting will not necessarily be the same as yours in fact he could possibly be way different from what you believe in or what you expect think of any objection concern or even complain you have had with someone in the recent past why she is so aggressive why is he so submissive why can't she take a stand for herself why doesn't she reciprocate love and kindness the way i do why can't they become more genuine why does he always compare why is he always so negative these and many more similar queries will often come up when you are encountering various people in your life every day it is but natural to be affected by what people you care about do or not do however when you start acknowledging the difference of maps and various individuals in your life you will start being more empathetic and understanding of how and why they react the way they do Now I'm definitely not suggesting this you transcend to an extraordinary ethereal level where you will start viewing each and every person positively favorably irrespective of what they do but yes this is going to help you look at different situations and people with a new light in your eyes so our responses and the way we act in a given situation are molded by our own perceptions and personal experiences which may differ widely from others and what one party deems appropriate might seem unreasonable to others and that's because their judgments are formed based on their views and not ours okay so coming to the next question could timing be a factor resulting in the person acting in a certain way look out for triggers such as crucial period at work a new job a new responsibility a new role a transition period a relocation etc this will allow you to see the situation from a fresh perspective most people react differently to different situations you can possibly not expect a calm and poised response from an otherwise composed person if the latter is going through a challenging phase in life ask yourself if the person will be different in a few weeks from now when the timing is more favorable next question could there be other factors affecting this person for example loneliness depression boredom old age insecurity 
fear, fear of losing or missing out health issues. It becomes easier to relate to a person when we find out the real reasons behind them acting out of the ordinary. Next question. Is there anything you can do or have done to improve the situation for or with this person? Perhaps there are a number of ways in which you can help the person feel better. Empathy coupled with practical solutions can go a long way. Think of ways you can try or have tried before and that have helped the situation. Maybe you could try them again. Have all efforts been exhausted or are there still a few things left to try out? Doing this will move you from a self-pitying and resentful mode to one which is constructive and solution-oriented. Last question. What will be the worst consequence and how it will affect you? They say anything that doesn't kill only makes you stronger. Most times, worst case scenarios will not be as bad as you think. When you realize this, you will feel more prepared to face whatever consequences arise from it. Always remember that negative thinking can be an energy vampire and can severely limit you from achieving objectives. It is also important to point out that these questions will only help you in seeing situations in a new and positive light. Asking yourself these questions doesn't necessarily ensure that the situation will be in your favor. It, however, prepares you to become more well-informed regarding decisions in any situation or relationship free from personal bias and subjectivity. Some relationships can be emotionally exhausting and difficult to cope with despite all efforts, but for most others, asking these questions can help you put yourself in the right direction. So I hope you enjoyed the topic today. It was beneficial for you and I'm going to see you again soon with the next topic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Eight Minutes of Learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired, be motivated, be you, and learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www.advancingyourpotential.com